Yo, 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 what up, everybody? Welcome to the Intermolic Podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 10. I am your co-host, Jose, and we are missing a member. We got no Julio, but we got Rick, and we got Marcus. Uh, What's up, guys? What's up? Slowly but surely getting our strength back. It was just me and Marcus for the interview yesterday. Glad to have you back, Rick. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah, how did the interview go? You guys have fun with that? Hey, that shit was loads of fun. That was dope. Yeah, hope, hopefully we'll get another cosplayer so you can join for that one. For sure. Cool. All right, well, let's start off this week's show with this woman who ate 32 sushi rolls at this all-you-can-eat buffet and had to be rushed to the hospital. Did you guys hear about this one? No, I didn't, but I did read the article. It was so a local woman, right? Yeah, she's from the Bay Area. So it was, um, her, I think her name was Danielle Shapiro, yep. mm-hmm. uh, 24-year-old's. And was at this restaurant in Mountain View called Sushi 85. And she must have been trying to get 85 sushis <laughs> to match the name of the restaurant. But uh, she, she ate 32, went back home. and Good God. And I'm not feeling so. She was, I think she was feeling pretty miserable and had to be rushed to the hospital afterwards. That's crazy. Yeah, my, my, my question is, how much does it cost to go here? 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a $50 all-you-can-eat sushi bar. $50 ahead? Yeah. Yep, ahead. Okay. This is probably trying to get her money's worth. I mean, what do you need, like, at least four rolls? No, she ate 32. So, eight in each. Um, She had some California rolls. So, 32 rolls in total, yeah. like... In total. Yeah. In total. Okay, I, so the way I, I understood, I thought it was, like, 32 pieces. Mm-mm. And then she fell full, so she went to her boyfriend's house to go to sleep. And at 6 o'clock in the morning, she started having stomach pains and shit. So her grandma and her boyfriend rushed her to the hospital. And that's when she discovered that she is suffering from acid reflux. That's why you don't eat that much. And then she's probably lying, lying down. Letting that's acid 246 pieces. And, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, and fucking, she apparently is not turned off by sushi. Like she said, this is not going to deter her from eating it. She'll just be mindful next time and go at a slower pace. I'm like, it wasn't the fast pace, bitch. You ate 32 fucking sushi rolls. And if you eat that much goddamn rice, along with whatever the hell else is in it, rice expands inside your stomach. Yeah, I mean, maybe eating it slower will help her get that signal that you're full. You should stop eating. But I think it's safe to say with that hospital bill, she's in the red with negative now. Like she did not really get her money's worth because she paid with the hospital yeah, bill. I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather just eat like eight and call it a day, if that. For sure, for like, sure, like eight pieces. Yeah. Like you yeah. can't, you so can't she get went it to all months. that. Just- she went through all that just to find out it was acid reflux. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean we we've all been to hometown buffet, yes, right? Sir. How many oh, times how many times have you gone for seconds or thirds? I think it's slowly but surely closing because of oh, the pandemic. Fuck. You know, but buffets aren't just really hygienic. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> I think I've gone two, three times back up for something, but usually the portions 
diminished yeah. as I go back every oh, time. You know, like, sure. that, that, that first first plate is loaded. <laughs> the second one is loaded. a couple of other things you wanted to at least taste. And then the third, if applicable, dessert. And you say yeah, you're a dessert know. first man, aren't you? Yeah. I am. I start with dessert. You know, just just in case there's no room for dessert, I make it make a priority. Start with it. Cheesecake, nice. here I come. Yeah, See, buddy. my thing, I, I buffet it. I avoid a lot of the fillers, so I avoid a lot of, like, the mashed potatoes. The I try to get, like you said, right, in that first sitting, you want to get the, the, the expensive stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then on that second go-around, maybe you'll toss in some veggies and some of the, some of the fillers to kind of, like, even it out because you like you guys said you do have to eat a lot slower this woman might have avoided all of this has she ate a little mm-hmm. slower yeah but i'm not gonna i'd give it a shot too i'm not gonna lie all you could eat sushi come on yep all right well something that should have been avoided as well and it's kind of tying to what marcus is wearing right now that niner jersey is a sad cowboy fan that was actually out with a side chick so yeah. you tell more about the story, Rick? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So everybody saw the game, not this weekend, but last weekend, where the Cowboys go down to the 49ers. Remember this face? And lo and behold, you guys remember this guy, right? He's definitely one of the more famous memes that mm-hmm. went up. I mean, they actually put this guy on the big screen. I'm sorry, but I'm thinking middle. to myself, like, <laughs> my girl probably watching this shit right now. <laughs> well, so this was from the Cowboys game. But uh-huh. this week, when they were lose, when Green Bay lost the game, they actually put a cheese head on him and changed the the star to the, oh, damn. the Green Bay logo. <laughs> yeah, it was, so this dude's gonna be a living meme forever. But turns out that he actually so homeboy took takes three L's that weekend. One, his Cowboys lose. Two, his girl, as you guys can see on the screen, finds out because people started taking screenshots or pictures of of him at the stadium with that girl <laughs> and sending it to his girlfriend on social media. Damn. Turns mm-hmm. out he had told his girl that he was going to be out there with the boys. It was a boys trip. So the girlfriend proceeds to call him out on social media, letting everybody know who he is and, you know, how they're done. And now it's her lying ass ex. And turns out mm-hmm. homeboy is a serial ki- uh serial killer. <laughs> nah. well, he kills well, him. He, he kills he, he kills relationships for sure. But he's a serial cheater. I'm reading this shit and she says, I normally wouldn't post my business, but literally my phone is blowing up. And while I appreciate you guys sending me this picture, I don't need to see it anymore. <laughs> yeah. And the last L that this man took was accepting that haircut. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? I may not be the most clean cut guy, but that dude looks like he got in a fight with some tweezers. Is that, is that called the yank? Because it looks mm-hmm. like they yanked his fucking forehead all the way to the top of his head. It's so a horrible they, look. They yanked his joy right out of it. Look at him. Oh, Pee Wee Herman haircut looking ass. Oh. How come it's either his girl or his side chick didn't tell him that hair was a mistake? She didn't give a fuck. <laughs> The side chick didn't care. She was on a trip. That's right. I, guess, I guess if you got the money, you you can get let up. Well, her yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah. 
That dude, I mean, I'm not going to lie, he's ballsy because not that I'm condoning cheating. Nobody should ever cheat. If you're not happy, leave the relationship, move on. But how do you go to such a public spectacle yeah. and not think about the repercussions that could happen if you get caught doing something that you're already not supposed to be doing? And it's on national TV. And let me guess, you probably thought, oh, she's probably not going to watch the game because she's not into sports. This is America. It's she may not be into it, but it'll get to her. She'll find out. You know, just like everybody was sending her that picture. The news, like, I got it, guys. And I know for a fact they probably put his picture up on the news. Bro, and you know he became a meme, so everybody watches memes. Shit. You yeah. can't even go to the liquor store without nobody recognizing your ass. That's crazy. But, yeah, so that's that's all we have in, on this story. Hopefully, well, that turns his life around. Primarily, not oh. cheating. Secondary, stop being a Cowboys fan. Stop being a Cowboys fan, and if you're going to keep being a serial cheater, avoid cameras. For real, yeah. bro. Discretion is supposed to be your best friend. This this is not me teaching and trying to give you pointers, by the way. I no, don't but, know none of this but, shit. But if, if, if we want pointers on how to parent children, or at least birth a lot of children, we got to ask this guy in California. Who a DNA test proved this milkman fathered 800 children. And let's, let's take a look at Mr. Rogers right now. So this guy was a milkman in the San Diego Ooh. area for the night, you know, the fifties and sixties. And he mm -hmm. would supply, you know, his neighborhood with containers Ooh, and shit. Man. Yeah, pretty much white water. And a majority of his clients were housewives, and a lot of them were, you know, uh, uh, married to servicemen who were probably, you know, overseas. And since mm -hmm. he was pretty much the one constant, you know, male in their lives for such a long period of time, they started, you know, like trying to woo him and shit with fucking pies and cakes and casseroles and shit. And, up the drugs. and eventually those pies became cream pies. 800 to be exact. Yeah. And because a lot of uh, like, cause a, a lot of, a couple of people in that area hadn't like noticed that, you know, they don't really look like their siblings and mm -hmm. they started to wonder, I don't know how they tracked this dude down, but they tested his DNA, and after you know, like double checking it and shit, it revealed that it was eight hundred plus kids. And this dude over here saying, uh, "Well, I always thought I was stale because we, me and my wife, never had kids." In fact, hold on, wait. There was a quote. Yeah, all these years I thought yeah. I was sterile. My wife and I never had any children. To think at the age of ninety-seven to hear such news, what a blessing! I, so this guy's a cheater too, yeah, bro. Yeah, damn, we double trouble. Shit, <laughs> I now feel Shit. so fulfilled. I cannot wait to meet all my children. Well, well no wonder he didn't get his wife pregnant. He's using all his good shots on. These yeah, bro, women. you blow your yeah. you blow your load on you know Mrs. Mrs. Fucking Danvers in whatever house she's in. What'd you expect? Showing up home with an empty clip. For real. Thought you were sterile, bro. Nah, bro. Tank's empty. Nah, bro. And here's my thing. Though. You're excited to meet them? I don't think they're excited to meet you, bro. 
Because I'm betting nah. a lot of fucking families were destroyed because you went and impregnated their mama. There's probably a high possibility that he has a kid with a birthday every day of the year. <laughs> with yeah. Yeah. Because kids, because the statute of limitations, he is not liable for any uh, missed child support or um, any kind of charges or whatever the hell. But how could he be, even, if, even if we were within the statute of limitations, like how could he be liable if he was never informed? Yeah, and it's not realistic. Well, I mean, there was that guy who uh, some chick wrote his name on the birth certificate and she had never met him. And she was trying to get child support out of him. That was crazy. Yeah, bro. And they almost granted it. Until she said, like, I never met this man, never had sex with him. I just needed somebody's name on the birth certificate. I'd be like, Bitch, leave it blank. Wow, yeah. though. It's 800. Could you guys imagine having 800 kids? Hell no, Genghis Khan. No, and and if, if basically if this, if this is the going rate for selling kids, that could be a lot of money because we have this woman who is trying to buy a child for $500,000. Dude, okay. So let's head out to Texas. So from San Diego to Texas, this woman's name was Rebecca Lynette Taylor. Mm -hmm. Apparently, she decided to approach an unnamed. So the affidavit does not name the the woman that she approached, but she approached the woman at a self checkout line at a Walmart. Of course, it's got to be Walmart. Uh, when she saw spotted the lady with her two children, she commented on how much she appreciated the children's blue eyes and blonde hair um, when it initially made an offer within the store, made an offer to the woman to give her $250,000 for her child. The mother laughs it off she thought it was and thought she was playing, you know, she thought it was a joke. And then when, and said, no, you know, my child's not for sale type of thing. But Miss Taylor started getting a little aggressive with it. Mm -hmm. So the mother waits to leave the store because she she was being accosted, so she waited to leave the store until Miss Taylor left. Which she did when she realized that she was gone, or felt like she had left. She proceeded to her car, at which point Miss Taylor and another woman approached her again and started getting like started screaming to sell the tell sell her the baby that she's been looking for a child to purchase a child for a long time. And she wanted that baby. Yeah. If she wouldn't take $250,000, she would up the bounty to $500,000. Yeah. Bro, and, and then even said, look, take basically said, take the money or I'm going to take the baby regardless. And to make shit worse. Um, she, she told her in the store that she had cash in a car right now, bro. I'm, I'm, if I wasn't a law-abiding citizen, I'm robbing you. I would, I would have played along, got to the car, and like, let's see the money first. Debt your ass, and then took your money and the kids, and dipped. Uh, college tuition, right there. Yep. There, yeah, man. College tuition, student yeah. loans paid. I'm be taking money to the Walmart parking lot, bro. Ultimately, the police ended up being called 
but Ms. Taylor and her accomplice were not around. So after video footage was, was reviewed, the police officer managed to, I, I don't know, get in touch with her because he went to her house and then said that like, oh, you know, you got to talk to my attorney about this. But she ended up being booked on Tuesday night yep. and her bail was set at $50,000. It turns out that in, in that county in Texas, Harris County, uh, purchasing and trying to traffic children is a felony. Third degree felony. Mm-hmm. So she's now facing felony charges, but she bailed, she posted bail on two on Thursday for the 50 K. So I mean, I guess she did have the money. Oh, she had yes, the she money. Did. So what do you guys think? Would, would you sell any of your children for, for half a million? No, I mean, as wild as the story is, it actually had something happen to me with Melody. For it wasn't real? like a, yeah, yeah. And I, I laughed it off as well. So we were walking off a, a, a Denny's and there was like a older couple, probably like in their 50s. And they're like, oh, what what a cute child. You know, like, can we buy her? And we just, we just laughed it off and kept walking. But to, to hear this story, I was like, shit, maybe they weren't joking after all. It might be some... Some real shit. Say that same shit about my son, and I was like, <laughs> uh, "No, yeah, you look, no, no." But now I, I think like five hundred k, a million. Like I would never just like, sell my, my child. Child's old enough. If my child's old enough. <laughs> hold on. So <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but I'm running game on your ass. If my child's old enough, he got a cell phone with the find my iPhone. I'm gonna play along. Get the money. Follow this motherfucker to their house and be like, all right, slip out the back window and let's go get some toys and shit. I just, I, I don't think there's any amount of money like you guys are saying that would make me want to sell no, my no. child. I haven't, I haven't even met my child, you know, but like, yeah. I, don't, I don't see any amount of money. It's just crazy that there are people running around here because God knows what the woman planned to do with the actual child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even a, like, oh, is my kid going to a more loving home? Like, an adop- a, somebody adopting your child, you know? Like, somebody adopting yeah. your child or something like that that's far wealthier than you there, that's actually offering you something that's a completely people, different story than some random-ass person at a Walmart yeah. parking lot. <laughs> well, so, you know how some people are defending this shit, saying, well, what if she was, you know, trying to be like a surrogate or whatever the hell? Like, isn't that usually when she's still pregnant with the child? And then you get to know that person yeah. and the family, so that way you can make sure they're going to a good home. And then you negotiate, you know, how much they're gonna pay you and whatever the fuck. That's usually and how that then, works. Like, and usually, yeah. when it's a surrogate situation, is because you're already willing to give the baby up for whatever reason. Exactly, like you might not be able to care for the baby. You know, yeah. you might be in a position where you you don't feel like you you make a a good parent. Whatever the situation is, but it's usually the person that's having the baby that's putting the baby up for adoption. It's not some random person walking up to pregnant people yeah. or people carrying babies, offering them money. Exactly. No, no, absolutely not. It was like she was going to freaking dissect them or some shit. Yeah, that's, that was just so weird to me. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that it's a story out of Walmart. Yeah, one of my managers told me about this story today. <laughs> Like she was living, like I just showed my kids this shit. I was like, "Damn, I would have played along." Got that two hundred fifty k. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe some parents are going to be using this to scare their kids. Like, hey, you better behave. I'm gonna sell you find a K. I mean, did our parents try that shit? Well, not well. No, when I was younger, one time I remember finding out about like child protective services. And then, oh, I, I love then, that story. <laughs> then threatening my mom that I was going to call them and she <laughs> tossed me the phone. She's like, here, I'm going to dial the number for you. Right you think you're going to go to go to a better home? You think they're going to love you more? And I was like, yeah, you know what? Let me sit down. Let me just sit down. <laughs> not, not, not only that, but the, the time it's going to take for them to get there is like, you you really want to do it? Yeah. But when they get there, you're going to be... Yeah, by the time they get here, I'm, I'm going to be done whooping your ass. <laughs> time they get here, they're going to know why you want to leave. <laughs> Yeah, man, t- talking about leaving, let's go to Vacaville, California. So we had this uh, Noah's uh, Bagels that had all their employees quit on the same day. Yep. And I think we got yeah. we got video. Oh, I was playing a video. Audio, my bad. Nah, fuck up. That video shows a group of employees at Noah's Bagels going together to quit their jobs. And this was posted over the weekend. It already has more than 3.5 million views. Beyonce Sarmiento posted the video. Uh, She and 15 of her co-workers, they all quit over the weekend, saying their general manager was wrongly fired, and that was the final straw. Not replaceable, and we're not disposable, and you can't just fire somebody and not let them know. I have never seen anything like this as well, but mm-hmm. that shows you how tight our bond is and how close we are together, not just as a team, but as a family. Now, Noah's Bagel says they take the treatment of all their team members very seriously, and they pride themselves on providing a rewarding work experience. It is. I find it funny how they always make a statement like this. After the fact. After the fact. So they got to save face. And, and every, yeah. we see right through that bullshit. We don't condone this. We we care about our, you know, our employees. Really, bitch? Because you motherfuckers literally just had 15 employees walk the fuck out. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't want to side with the major corporation. But the people that did quit seem like really young people people that were trying to make a statement and probably didn't understand how oh, a work environment actually goes you know like I didn't see one people in any of those videos that was somebody that was actually older actually like, more, like, 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 a, like a veteran yeah. like somebody that had something to lose somebody these seem like first time employees that and I I don't really know much from who the manager was like for all we know, the manager was like one of their close friends and they got fired for doing some dumb shit. And everybody's like, well, that's unfair. He should have just got a warning. And it's like staying uh-huh. to walk out in your class. Yeah, pretty much. But and they again, definitely they don't really They definitely, like you said, they definitely don't have nothing to lose. But I'm pretty yeah. sure they all live at home with their parents. So losing, a, losing that job is nothing. They can go get another one. They're probably going to go home and be like, hey, don't you have work today? No, uh, we all quit yesterday because Stacy got let go because she probably was not doing something right. <laughs> and we didn't think it was fair. And her parents are going to be like, uh, what? Yeah. 
like there's justifiable reasons why you quit and I get it's like I, I get it if you know the work conditions is bullshit and they and this is just the final straw and a lot like whatever. But y'all still don't have nothing to lose. Like y'all don't have to I'm pretty sure none of y'all pay rent. Maybe you pay your phone bill. You probably don't pay your car note. Maybe you pay a little bit on insurance, but I mean you don't have no major bills, which is why walking away from that job is easy for you. But someone like me yeah. I can't just do that. Not unless I got something else lined up. Nah, I, I mean the manager if I was the one that stayed. <laughs> definitely get to get that promotion. <laughs> uh, you want a promotion? No. But but I, I think you're right, Rick. It has to do with with the age and the kind of the mindset you're at. Because I, I remember when when I I quit a job when I was you know, 24, 25 years old, and I still live with my parents, had nothing to lose, so I was like, I'm gonna walk away. But now, can you do that? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make that work. I'm trying to make that work. That's, that's, my, that's <laughs> what I'm saying, bro. Like I I could see myself walking away from a job when I was in my early 20s, maybe in the in my teens, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I'm still at home, and it was just like more like pocket change, pocket money that you're making, and you don't quite understand how work. Like, because every job is shitty. Like, every job has its oh, yeah. shitty days. Every job has. There's days where the job itself isn't even shitty. You're just having a shitty day, yeah. and it's those things that you learn over time. Where it's like, okay, is this job really that bad, or am I just looking at it from the wrong perspective? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then to add to it, like one of the teens comments there or the person's quit said that they made that statement to show that they weren't replaceable. Well, I think they were going to be replaced. You, you pretty are, soon. You are gonna, replaceable. <laughs> like everybody's replaceable. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know the skill set you need a nose bagel, but I don't think you need to have a degree to work a nose like, bagel. You, you work in the food industry, yeah. honey. Um, you're a dime a dozen. Like now, I get what you nah, meant. I get that you're not gonna allow. I get that you're not gonna allow them to treat you like shit or to uh, you know just treat you like a slave. That's one thing. But you are replaceable. Everybody yeah, in their jobs are replaceable. The we only ones lie. aren't are the ones who are you know CEOs of a company and they got certain secrets that. Even even then, you even see how CEOs you see. Yeah, unless, yeah, unless you take them secrets to the grave. But I mean, even then, yeah, you're right. Even then, you, motherfucker, you you are replaceable. Yeah, so you gone, but, he, but here's your nice severance package. So you stay quiet and sign this NDA, please, dude. Yeah. This is, that's the crazy thing, and I think we all learned it along the way. You know, like I'm, I'm pre- I've, I've definitely quit jobs thinking like, oh, they're not gonna find somebody like me to do my job. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care if they find somebody like you. They don't care if they find somebody um, that does a job better than you, worse than you. As long as the job gets done, exactly. you know, and they're getting, they're making their money, it doesn't matter. It, it's it's funny you mentioned that, Rick, because I, I know when I leave a job, I'm always curious to see how my replacements do. So I try to find out, like, you know, if they're doing better than me, but I've let that go. Yeah. Right. Who cares? Well, it, who cares into your job? Just that, like, <laughs> yeah. I forgot this stapler. Stapler. Oh. Yeah, who's the new guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he looks up and he's like, hey there, new Jose. The new Jose. New and improved, new new and improved Jose. Jose. Hey, much, the much- What's up, no? What's up, Jose? <laughs> or Newsay? Oh, man. So, someone that's actually been kicking ass as well is this Michael Jackson impersonator. 
Fucking yeah. So in Vegas, um, this Michael Jackson impersonator was performing, and then some random guy just showed up and started attacking him. And that's when people pulled out their phones and started recording. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we have video of this. <laughs> Damn. Damn. See, I, I, I totally read this headline wrong. I thought he was doing it. I thought it was teabagging his ass for a minute. <laughs> he is. He's going, <laughs> Damn, it's a smooth criminal. Uh, bro, I was just thinking that he's like punching him. Annie, you okay? <laughs> you okay, Annie? You've been hit by. You've been hit by. Jesus oh, he's choking his ass out. That's when everybody showed up trying to get him off. That's insane. So, dude just randomly showed up? Yeah, so uh, they interviewed um, the Michael Jackson impersonator on TMZ and asked him what happened. He was like, so I'm doing my thing, and this guy just walked up and uh, hit me in the face. So I walked up to him, and I was like, hey, why you hit me in the face? And then dude just started attacking him. And I guess when people started pulling out their phones to record, and he was like, I didn't want to hurt him, but, you know, like, if he's a professional wrestler. Michael Jackson is a professional wrestler. And, yeah. Which is, which is why he's like, I knew I had to take him down. That's why I didn't want to fucking hurt him. And I just put him in a headlock and just started to squeeze. And that's when people came in and broke it up. And, like, the cops eventually showed up and he got carted off. And then uh, they asked, like, well, what'd you do after that? He was like, oh, I went back to perform until, like, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> The show must go on. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm gonna admit I totally read this headline wrong. I thought when it said he was kicking ass, I thought he was doing like a great job, was the best in person of all time, <laughs> making bank. <laughs> and then finds literally <laughs> kicking someone's ass. Yeah, that's just that's just funnier than that SpongeBob that got jumped by them two women in New York. I think it was. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's true. That's just crazy. But yeah, random motherfuckers will walk up and attack you for no goddamn reason. Well, there was no reason. No. Mm-mm. No reason that he could specify. No. That's must have been on something. That's got to be some kind of crackhead situation. You know, like, yeah. He was obviously deranged. I was like, you got that from, from him throwing punches? Because <laughs> Jesus Christ, that... um. I'm sorry, I'm throwing hands. I'm putting your ass on the ground. Hit you with that Mayweather fucking haymaker. Seriously. Put you down like he put Jake Paul down. Bro. <laughs> and then held him up. I ain't holding your ass. <laughs> let you I'm let you drop like a sack of potatoes. Cause I'm pretty sure he was like, fuck, no money. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right, well, that's, that's, all, that's all the stories you got today, boys. And we're we're skipping the meme battle for this week, but we will come back strong as hell for next week. Who won last week? Was that yes, you, sir. Marcus? Very all good. right, so, so he, we officially have our two-week champion by default. Man, don't give me that handicap <laughs> shit. <laughs> 
Default two week champion. <laughs> Default two week champion. But we we come back next week with with some better yeah, memes. I was ready for you, motherfuckers, too. <laughs> That's funny. All right, guys. Well, with, with that, make sure you like this video. Subscribe to our channel if you haven't. Um, you can also find us on our social media. We got a Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and a Facebook page. And we'll catch you guys next week. Later, guys. Peace. See you next week.